G'day and welcome to Hoysler's Cab Confessions. I'm George Lee and joined as always Jack Perkins. G'day Jack. G'day George. Good to be back on the uh, Cab Confessions Summer Series, we've dubbed it. So yeah. bringing you a bit extra content to get you through the warmer months if you're listening in the Southern Hemisphere. Or if you feel like you're at the beach and you, you're missing us, and it's uh, it's if you're if you're from the Mallee and you're actually at the beach and you're missing the sand uh, in the Mallee, uh, we're bringing you a bit more content. So yeah, be a few of them kick out down to Victor Harbour Way or Salix Beach down that way. A few of them get away. Uh, it's a nice part of the world down there. And if you're not into your cricket, get into your podcasts, especially this one. Yep, Cap Confessions. It's us. So this episode, we've got Link Lehman, who is a grower that's west of Birchip, and it's a bit different, this one, Jack. It, it is. Um, firstly, I have driven sort of through Birchip and things like that quite a lot, but don't really know anyone out there. So it was good to get out to Link's place and have a bit of a look and see what the land was like out there. But i got to be honest, when I got out there in the sheds at Link's place, there was not a green machine in sight. Everything was red, and I thought that we'd potentially got the wrong address at one stage. But as it turns out, we're not colourblind. We seem to work with everyone. We do, and for you and I, we both know that we're short-sighted, so we're not colourblind. We just we, we just can't see very far. <laughs> no, it was, it was interesting. I was sort of fascinated to hear how that worked, but... I mean, you hear a bit more um, from Link on how that works, but yeah, his his machines are all case, and uh, you know, for, for someone like myself, it's you know not completely full time in the industry, um, you know, and coming from a, a motoring background where quite often crossing a bit of pollination of brands doesn't really work. In in this instance, it was um, really interesting to see that it can work, and in between a little bit of hardware and people skills it kind of there's no issues so um have a have a listen to uh link lehman and we're sort of standing in his shed at this point in time and uh have a have a listen and see what you think Uh, no worries. So, probably the question is why uh, why are we standing here in Link Shed when we're a John Deere dealership? When it comes to Hoyser Digital, we're colourblind. Well, I'm short-sighted, but uh, colourblind in uh, equipment side of things. And a couple of years ago, I started uh, started chatting with your Link and learning your journey, where you wanted to go to, and seeing if, where we could help you uh, and in that time, we've we've definitely developed, and we'll uh, we'll have a bit of a chat about that now. Yeah, um, yeah. A few years ago, like I'd been using the Nutrient product Echelon, um, and they sort of had big ideas for it, but it just never eventuated. And I, I was mucking around with it for a couple of years, and I could even do up variable rate maps and that and somehow I can't even remember how I did it now but I'd managed to get them off my iPad and eventually loaded onto me Trimble screen in the Cedar for variable rate phosphorus and that um, 
But it just seemed like, it, it, I, I don't really know what happened, but it just got nowhere, the old echelon thing, and I think you might have caught I, I, I joined Hoysles. Yeah. <laughs> and um, after that, like, I was sort of wondering where to go, whether to get SMS Ag Leader, is it? I don't know, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yep. And um, I'm pretty sure you guys approached me after that. I think Jamie from Nutrien started working. And yeah, we had, we had Jamie uh, yeah. join us for a little bit, and he's yep. back at Nutrien now, but I'm glad that Jamie popped out for a chat with, say, on the day. So Yeah, and it just sort of went from there. Like, um, yeah, George come and got me onto operations centre and that, and he was going on about this PCT this, PCT that. And I had no idea what PCT was. I'm like, what the f- What's he going on about then? Yeah, he signed me up for it. Got the PCT ag link to the operations center, and um, yeah, it's just I don't know. I'm a simple guy, and it's just a simple process to get things done on it. Like um, doing up me variable rate phosphorus maps. Like I just keep it pretty simple, but I found it easy to get them done on the program and upload them into the Trimble screens on me um, tractor and that. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a very simple process of doing it just with the My Transfer app, um, just selecting what screen you're running, and yeah, basically, it looks like you can use My John Deere for everything in it, any any sort of brand pretty much. It looks so that's where that's where Operation Center's gone from where things were a long or well, even a decade ago with Apex and being locked into you had to have John Deere data to work with a John Deere platform where now operation centre is very open to to not just Deere data looking at uh, Case and other other uh, manufacturers so and even, even if we look at say Matt where we've just been well Matt's running similar header to, to yourself uh, he's running a Patriot as well yeah so a bit of that mix mixed bag uh, and when we do go to Alf areas well, Al's got a contract that comes in, and depending on who you can get at the time, Al, it, it's, it depends on the that's whatever colour it is. So, <clears throat> where you don't necessarily you, you want to have flexibility. That's probably the, the the big thing there. Link like you, it's got to be simple, but you need to be flexible at the same time. Yeah, that's right. And um, yeah, it's just it's good simple um technology or you can get whatever you want out of it I suppose if you really want to push the limits but I just keep things simple that you know having all the NDVI yield data and me variable rate maps and all that like at the tip of me fingers just on my phone just open up the app and that and you can transfer it all in simply it's it's just a good yeah it's, it's a good platform really and it seems to be improving and um, I just don't think case then they weren't really they're not really getting anywhere with that stuff at the minute i don't think it just yeah i think john deere seem to be far ahead of the game compared to them so thinking about what you're using now in your business system so you're also using production wise yeah so i've been using that for a long time just for me records and that just you know punching in spray records or inputs and all that um and yeah it's good but I'm thinking that I'll, yeah, try and eventually just start using Operation Centre just for all that. Just just try to have everything all in the one place now, like all the precision ag side and the record keeping and 
and and if, and if, there, and if there's data that you might not necessarily be able to get into op centres such as soil tests uh, through John Deere, that's where PCT comes in and and starts to house that data as well. Yeah, yeah. So it seems like they're yeah complement each other pretty well. Those two products, like it, that PCT, is just. Um, just such a, a good program for um, doing up me variable rate maps and you know overlaying something and just yeah checking it out that way so yep. yeah I've been pretty happy with it yep. and and it's just looking at things over time too it's not trying to take off more more than you can choose straight off the bat it's just ta- it's just the approach that you've got of just little by little, you've got you've. Before I turned up, you had a, had a solid foundation with your client farm field, your boundaries, your guidance lines, and your equipment's on three meters. You're running control traffic like you had that side of the system working well. That's just on the digital side of things that you were looking for for that assistance. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah needed to get a bit further, and yeah, you've been good to deal with 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 it all, like um getting all the boundary maps out of me machine and setting it all up originally on operation centre, it, yeah, it um, so, oh, seems to all be running pretty smoothly now. I'm not the best still with a lot of stuff and uploading data and I had John O call in here a year or so back because I uploaded me sewing data under my John Deere and it seems like I put a lot more other rubbish on there than I should have. I think <laughs> there was like somehow Warakiri farms from up at Hopeton, like I had that stuff on my screen, I don't know how that got there. Whether O'Connor's well, had done something that well, actually that's, that probably actually leads into a, a really uh, a really important point is in data. I know data security can be a, a, a hot topic, but just a simple instance that someone has a USB with somebody else's data on it can be simply transferred onto your machine. It, it's it's a bit of a, a tricky one to to manage it at that time or you've got or you, what I should say is you've got to be really on the ball to, with your with your data management yeah yeah um, yeah so that was a bit of a muck up but I'm getting it's either that, it's either that or you're going to hell of a lot of hectares in, in a pretty short yeah. period of time <laughs> I was impressed so all, all of a sudden I had about 30,000 acres I reckon she's going alright time for um, but yeah I'll like I'm by, by no means a um, master with all this stuff and I keep me Variable rate stuff, pretty simple. Like it's just a matter of th- two or three different zones in the paddocks. Like I don't, I don't, I don't understand that uh, blank rate applications of fertilizer. It doesn't make sense to me, especially when you got areas yielding, you know, two ton difference in your paddocks and stuff. So it just yeah, it's the path I've been going, and it just seems to be a simple process. And hopefully in the future, I, I don't know much about it but you you go on about all this wireless stuff and transfer i might be able to get onto that eventually and um well, might well, help me out a bit well, more that's, a, so. that, well, that's a, another point too that uh with the, the the latest modems that are coming through from deer that we can hook into your hook into these red bits of gear now and actually drag candidate so you could get a, yeah. a similar feel to what the green guys have got here yep. seeing fuel fuel usage we might not get your uh, alerts and that can data but, but your basic can data your fuel your revs all that sort of machine information that you start to give you insights there as well yeah so anyway it's probably something to look at in the future it might make yeah the data transfer a bit simpler for me but it, yeah it's um 
already seems a pretty simple product the way you can just stick your usb in the ipad and have it on the tractor with you then just chuck it straight in the screen and away you go so but yeah the whole wireless part probably will suit me a bit in the future the 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 handling of data like the the two things that you can see uh that that really changes within with the engagement in, in ag tech or digital ag that i see is as soon as you can make it wireless and you don't have to touch a USB. As soon as, soon as it's that, just, it just appears on your phone, then then you start to get a lot more engagement. Oh, yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know Mason's floating around here, and I'll talk about that, the echelon side of things and where you sat. Uh, having to give your data over to the local branch in, in Birchip and have to wait for them to process the data and, and that timeliness uh, didn't suit you as, as much as you being able to control your own data. Yeah, that was probably a little bit of a hassle. I just wanted to have a bit more control of what I'm using, I guess, and I still need George's help a bit with it. Look, but um, I just feel like it's more little bit more mine now whereas yeah you had to i don't know seemed a bit of a process send it into our uh, nutrient in birdship and someone had come and they'd sort it out and but yeah, yeah. J- just everything seems to run a bit simpler through this my john deere i think Com- compared to sort of have have two beers and there's your data and away we go well actually the data's probably done in one beer and and uh we look yeah, haven't actually looking at the data by the second so yeah yeah no it's um yeah anyway yeah it's been good for me i think so good to have you on board doing all this so yeah thank you no, that's right and uh you're also running metos weather stations like i know there's a few growers here that are running the the, the metos systems how have you found that system is like integrating with op center and pct and, and the other digital platforms you use and link uh yeah it seems to be pretty good so i've got that I don't know when I got that a year or so ago through you guys. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I had a cheaper system, but this it's yeah it seems to be really good. And I've got a couple of um, moisture probes put in. I wouldn't say I've used them a hell of a lot yet for yep. data or anything, you've, but I think once those you've, you've probably been pretty lucky for uh, rainfall over yeah. the last little bit. So yeah, I haven't had to worry too much about it, but they'll be. Um, handy to make decisions in those tighter years i think just seeing what goes on it's interesting seeing what goes on between the two of them the two different crops they had last year and that the the lentils um the profile of the lentils was a lot drier going into this year than what the the barley stubble was so just yeah little things but, like that but now the, now if you looked at that data the profiles are caught up and yeah pretty yep yeah so they're even very there. much yep. caught up again so they're pretty well full profiles at the minute which is a good, yeah, good uh, problem to have at this time of the year. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> ideal scenario, really. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll ask for any questions. Has any has anyone got any questions for Link or want to have want of questions, comments that want to be made? Or... Hey, with that new mobile, will be a two-way transfer. Will that be? Can you send to the machine, or it's just a? This is purely just a hand data location at this point in time, but. Yeah, but dunk that would be definitely uh that would be the dream to actually be able to push data to and from so 
probably the solution that we have for Link at the moment is actually putting, well, I think we're talking G, G5 and 7,000 receiver. That, that's probably the, the solution that we'll be looking at into the future. Would that, be, on that, would that be your next logical step, Link, to go into a, like you can fit green screens in that, right? To go into that, and then I guess the second part of the question is, how easy is that to fit, to retrofit, George? Uh, wherever Jamie Petrus was meant to be today, he would have been the man to ask. Uh, that, uh, having kits or having aftermarket kits now to retrofit into, a, say, a, a case header or a, or a tractor uh, makes it a lot easier to, to uh, a lot easier and a lot more cost effective to be able to put John Deere or John, uh, John Deere Precision Ag hardware onto onto competitive machines, and also be running the Keen system, ISO bus, having that same feel, that, that same touch feel as, as if it was a integrated machine. Thanks Link, I really appreciate you hosting us for lunch here today and, and yeah, talking about where you are on, on your journey and where you're going in the future. No, no worries, no, thanks for your help, it's uh, yeah, been good, very good, thank you. Right, can we uh, give it up for Link and appreciation for today? Yeah, so thanks again uh, for Link for hosting us out there at his place in in, in Birchip, and uh, we had a handy lunch out there on the day. Um, I believe the bakery in Birchip, which is called Sharps, um, famous sort of area for snot blocks, as I call them, vanilla <laughs> slices. Um, but yeah, food was very good. So thanks again to Link and. Uh, yourself for organising that, and I, I still find it quite interesting, Jordan. I'd be interested to ask you a question without notice about the first phone call on that one. How, how that kind of, um, you know, what's the mindset if if someone with a red machine rings up the green factory looking for a bit of assistance? Yeah, that's that's a good question, Jack. And where I'll, I'll say the likes of Link uh, in a previous life that. That I had before Hoysler's, uh, I had the the opportunity to work with Link on on a GRDC project, so uh, that that kind of left had a bit of a, an opening there. And then when I did uh, start at Sea Lake, I thought, well, I'll go back and revisit it and see how Link's going and find out a bit about his operation and where he's wanting to head uh, into the future and start coming up with a, with a bit of a game plan and if if. It's it's a conversation at the end of the day. Like if we can, if we can help someone, we're we're more than happy to help. But if not, we'll shake hands and move on. And uh, if if it, if the point comes that someone does want to uh, deal with like, from a hoist digital side side of things, if they do want to work with us down the track, well, the door's always open. It's funny. I mean, you don't often see it in sport and, and in motorsport in particular, but the 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 Red Bull Racing Team, which is the parent company's Triple Eight Race Engineering, they went from Ford to Holden famously ten years ago, and a lot of the suspension components that were on Fords and Holdens were the same parts, and they were happily selling them and you know making a few bucks on the way through. So I shouldn't say it's something that I'm not completely au fait with, but yeah, it's still pretty cool that 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 it can work, and you know some people bleed green and some bleed blue and some bleed red, so. If but you the, can get them all uh, to, to be involved in what Hoyslers are up to, especially on the digital side, it's um it's certainly a bonus. 
And and having having tools out there like Link spoke about the about the Metos weather stations and and, and what that can can do for his business, uh, and also using PCT, which which he which I did go on a little bit about, but uh, especially knowing that he is he is all red, uh, PCT definitely makes a, a big difference in taking uh, taking different data sets and being able to display that in operations centre. So. Uh, it's it's a great it's a great tool and also feeding that NDVI data back into into Ops Center and Link Link really just wanted wants one platform that that does everything which uh, not every platform does will do everything but if you do different platforms together uh, and you've got one spot to actually view that data then that that just makes life so much easier. No, it's, I mean it's all it's also good that we're able to show and listen to uh, the, the the things that we did on the crop tour and in particular this specifically so it all bodes well for the next crop tour which um I'm I'm sort of looking forward to and hopefully some people that are listening that didn't get to come last time might be able to uh make an appearance at the next one that is a good point you do make jack because be, because we are definitely looking or looking at what we're going to do for, for the upcoming Crop tours this year, or well, should say next year, actually. <laughs> and um, can we share any sort of thoughts on that, or we're just a bit in the pipeline still? Uh, yeah, deep, deep ripping will be be sort of one of the things that we'll uh, we'll investigate, and uh, yeah, I'm definitely keen to look at more data driven decision days. So taking that uh, that foundation from operations center and, and taking the next steps and engaging with more third parties so that's definitely something that uh, that we'll get into early next year and uh, we'll put Alicia to work to start some planning for for some events around Sea Lake and Gave you can do Mildura and uh, the, the other boys too and if anyone listening is interested just reach out to Hoysler's and uh I'm sure when the time comes, there'll be more information available. Well and truly. Thanks, Jack. Uh, you're welcome, mate. Very good. I'm uh, looking forward to the next one. We'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs>